Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week, we're reading Deadly Pursuit by Anne Christopher. We've been off for a few weeks and we're finally back and somehow we got worse. Ganesh Sarma. Hey, and my name is Shane Burke. And this week we're reading a book called Deadly Pursuit by Anne Christopher. Anne Rand. No, no, that'd be a real downer. I refuse. I would put my foot down. We're never doing a Rand on this podcast. Good, because yeah. that's the deadly what pursuit. What about for the premiums? Oh. No, 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 no. You've no. been reading too much Rand with these premiums. Well, anyhow, Ganesh, do, you, do we want to talk about what we did over our summer break? We've been gone for a while. We've been gone. We've been on vacation. We've been kicking back. We took many vacations. We try. We really thought we could release episodes weekly, and we didn't. We couldn't do it. We had no. a lot of vacations, and we took them all together. We traveled everywhere together, joint at the hip. No, well, just one. We just went to Atlantic one. City and gambled. Gambled put all of our podcast equipment away. Put it on the line. All that Patreon money. We put it down on black, and we lost it, folks. I'm sorry <laughs> to say. It's, no, uh, we saved a little bit of money. It's a tough pill to swallow. Saved a little bit of money. Went right to Guy's Chop House. Oh, oh yeah. Got a big pile of meat. Got the triple XL mashed potatoes with extra donkey sauce. <laughs> no, he had a thing called the potato rig. Yeah, that's actually real. Yeah. I, I was too afraid to ask for that. Yeah, I don't know that I need a rig with my potato. Just give me the potato. Like, is it a mach- is it machinery? It's like a potato cannon that just launches I was thinking like a catapult. potato toss into your mouth. When I hear rig, I feel like it's made out of wood. No, I think steel. Steel? Stainless steel? I don't know about stainless. That's fine machinery. A rig leaves a little, it's more of a rustic feel. I thought that there was going to be some sort of potato cutting and delivery method. We'll never know because I got the lobster mac. (laughs) Split it with Ganesh. Delish. Uh, Anyway, if you're ever in Atlantic City. Check it out. It's the the guy's chop house. Tell them we sent you. (laughs) Yeah, They'll say, please leave. They didn't pay the bill. If you see Blaze or Pyro, our wonderful waiters for the day, say what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Give them a good what's up. Yeah. And they'll give you a free sample of donkey sauce. They'll give a, you a, a ladle. A, an old fashioned eating like a boss. That's right. That is seems to be the official phrase. Is that it? That's all we did, right? Well, we made a calendar because our schedules are all stupid now. Oh, yeah. We have a Google calendar now. So Finally. We, yeah. We Two actually, years in. See, that's the, the money's going to good places, everybody. We invested in a Google calendar. <laughs> I met a guy in the street, gave him $1,500. He's like, I can hook that calendar he up whipped, for you. He whipped this calendar up for us in two weeks. Color coded. It's beautiful. On our phones. Mm-hmm. On the cloud. On the on the cloud. And on the Kindle. Speaking of the Kindle, we're reading a book this week. Anish, would you, would you mind reading us the synopsis? So this is Deadly Pursuit it's by Anne Christopher. Totally going to be about sharks. Wow, that's a kind of a bold guess. Why they pursue you? I mean, when you think pursuit, you automatically go sharks. Yeah. Okay, I was thinking like a wronged ex-husband. I was thinking it's going darker. Land sure. shark. Yeah, I think cops for sure. Whoa. Now that's the truth. What would you do if a drug kingpin wanted to murder you? Mm. Depends on how fast they swim. <laughs> it's not a shark. It's a man. Mm, we're not so sure yet. DEA Special Agent Jackson Parker does what it takes to keep vermin off the streets and our kids safe from drugs. Cool. But now the most vicious sociopath he ever brought to justice wants him dead. And the crossfire between good and evil threatens the intriguing woman Jack desires. If you love sexy romantic thrillers with explosive surprises and edge of your seat suspense, grab a copy of Deadly Pursuit today. Oh, well, we've done that. How do you grab a copy of a digital thing? Do you think she sells paperbacks in this? Yeah. Or he? Who, who wrote know. this? Anne Rand. Christopher. Oh, Rand. Right. Okay. That's great. You want to jump in now to the book? Should we read the book? Okay. Oh. If there's sharks, you guys are going to grovel. I, well, as opposed to the usual groveling we're doing towards you? Yeah. This double grovel? Better groveling. Two grovels tonight. Shark attack. Let's go. First page of uh, the shark's taste.
here we go. First page. Deadly Pursuit. Niche. Let her rip. Chapter one. Cincinnati. Uh, unfortunately, not close to the ocean. Ah, Chili Town. Let's, uh, let's start at the zoo. Yeah, could be Cincinnati, Chili. No. Yeah, like on spaghetti. What? It's, yeah, it's like spaghetti sauce. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, you've never had spaghetti with chili on top? Never Big heard Big old it. mess of cherry cheese on it? Mama's meat sauce. Never. Did you guys plan this? Did you practice this conversation? No. I've never heard this these is words. Not, this is not a prank. This is real. Oh. Never been to the Hard Times Cafe? Never. Where's that? Cincinnati? Never been to Sweaty Phil's? No. Where's that? Cincinnati? Never been to Meaty Mike's? Baggy Bruce's briskets? I mean, I have been there, but I got the salad. Oh, it's, a, it's a chain. <laughs> Kareem Gregory settled deeper into his leather chair and listened to his attorney do so much worthless yappy yappy yapping that he wanted to shove his fist down the man's throat. His own uh, attorney. You know, it's funny. Like, everyone hates lawyers in, like, 90s movies and stuff. I don't really get that. Like, everyone. I've always kind of been confused about the kind of accepted hatred for lawyers. Yeah, they're the good guys. Yeah, right? Yeah, you want a lawyer. Yeah, they fend off the cops. Yeah. It's the freaking law. You get one. It's Yeah, you should have a lawyer. You got a lawyer on speed dial? <laughs> no. When, if you were to get One thing, I don't have speed dial. It's 2019. Well, you, do, you know what I mean? If you get pulled over something, you'd be like, I say, Siri, to, get gotta, me a lawyer. You got to talk to my attorney. You got to have an attorney for them to call. Yeah. Well, I just told you. I just say, Siri, get me a lawyer. And then it uh, calls up my dad. My dad says, I'm not doing this again. Then I'm stuck. I'm in jail. Every overpriced word that came out of the dumbass bitch's mouth. Only Yikes. Made what the fuck? Did Kareem you... hate the man more. Did you screen this book? It's a man, okay? His oh, lawyer's a man. That's true. A man can be a dumbass bitch for sure. Like Anish. <laughs> Fucking lawyers. <laughs> but for them and their incompetence, he'd be out of this mess by now. Thanks to them, he was still hip deep in shit. Ooh. Thanks. That's worse than knee deep. Yeah. Fellas. That's above the hole. It is. How's it even working? That's other shit in your hole. <laughs> what kind of shit? Entrapped by the feds for one, arrested on bogus money laundering charges for another. My mistake. It's figurative shit. Oh. I get it. Oh. All his assets, from his million dollar estate down to his last pair of diamond cufflinks. Pretty much everything he had ever worked for. Threatened with seizure and currently being eyeballed by the DEA and the IRS. Tisk tisk. That's a tough spot for a bad boy. Yeah. Right. Convicted and sent to a phone booth sized cell in federal prison where he had a business to run. Well, two businesses. His string of auto customizing shops because, yeah, he liked to pimp rides. Yeah, I like to pimp rides. Come on, who can blame me? I love to put a microwave in the back of a aspiring chef's Toyota Tacoma. And his real empire, the drug one. Not that the feds had ever been able to nail him for it, because he was too slick and clever for them. He compartmentalized his organization so that the right hand never knew what the left hand was doing. Yeah. That's what you call ambidextrous. Like you, Ganesh. Yeah. Yep, can do it with both. Huh. And only he had both hands. Only a few people knew he was the top dog, and he intended to keep it that way. The Fed's best efforts had only led to a money laundering conviction. Even so, he'd gone to prison, and prison was prison. That's what they say, Austin. That's right. Prison. Hey, prison was prison. That's what I carved on the wall when I was in prison. Hey, comma. Prison. Hey, prison is prison. prison. Capiche. Capiche. And they said, you're out. It was six hours. <laughs> Six hours in the drunk tank. He was lucky he had survived one day on the inside, much less a year. Lucky for the fine wool of the suit he now wore and for the soft cotton of his undershirt instead of those coarse prison rags that scratched his skin. The burlap prison sacks. Is that what they put on you? No, you get an orange jumpsuit. Oh, is it comfortable? Silk? It's usually several sizes too big. Oh, a little roomy. They give you Crocs. Yeah, they're anticipating you're going to be doing a lot of working out. Leave room for the new muscles. They're doing it all wrong. They should give everyone like a graphic tee that says dumbass on it. Yeah. And then just let them back out into society. That's your punishment. You're dumbass now. Whatever happened to dunce caps? Were those real? Santa ruined it. What did Santa Because he had a floppy one. Oh, yeah. He really spit in the face of society. He was an iconoclast. Yeah, he was like, you laugh at the dunce. You will not laugh at the jolly man with your gifts. Yeah, and he's God. He's God. We've established that early on. Go back, everybody. Enjoy. Now, after all the suffering he'd endured, God had finally (laughs) smiled on Kareem again. Oh, oh, oh. (gasps) And sent him a few blessings. Presents. No doubt as a sign of greater things to come. A 
retrial, release on bail, the opportunity to crack a few heads and make sure everything ran smoothly within the organization. God gave me this, the opportunity to crack heads. Renewed success in his hunt, the chance to expand his wine collection and screw every woman in sight. Hey. I think he has that backwards to figure out his woman's collection and to screw the caps on all of his wine bottles. Oh. I forgot what the first part was, and then when I said it again, I was like, fuck, this is worse. Yeah, that's way worse. Well... Every woman but the one he really wanted. Kareem shot a quick glance at Kira, his tight-lipped wife. Terrible kisser. She sat beside him in her designer dress, looking the way she always looked. Icy and beautiful. Funny, huh? The one woman he should be able to have at will hadn't given him any since he was arrested nearly two years ago. And here he was, still sniffing after her. Back in the day, she loved him, given him that delicious body enthusiastically and often. Wowie. She had been his moon and stars. His freaking son. Did uh, George R. R. Martin write this one? Kira wouldn't let him touch her for now, but he'd get her back as soon as they worked out the whole trust issue. You're my freaking son, Kira. Kira, you're my goddamn moon and my stars. In the meantime, there were plenty of other fish in the sea. Damn sexy little minnows, too. And Kareem Ugh. had several What's of them on the container. Pedophile. You can scoop up minnows in a bucket. Okay. And you can then use them as bait. So he's going to catch older women with younger I'm, women. See, I forgot about that the little part. breaks down. Yeah, the metaphor. I was talking literally about fishing. <laughs> as you are wont to do. Why not take full advantage? It made sense to store up a little in case his latest lawyer turned out to be as incompetent as all the rest. Lost the retrial and landed Kareem back in prison. Does Kareem know that he's guilty? He's losing these trials for a reason, dude. Yeah, but that's not what you think. You're like, nah, man, I can get, I can get off. It's got to be a way. I think that a couple times a day. Not that Kareem had any intention of going back to prison, ever, which was one of the reasons he'd taken matters into his own hands. That and revenge, which is going to be oh so sweet. I love to get revenge. What about you guys? On my jailers? Well, not anybody. Any kind of revenge. You guys into revenge? Um, you take the high road or low road? I'm on the road. Ganesha's a low road guy for nah, sure. I'm a middle of the road guy. It really depends on the situation. I would say mostly I take the high road though. No. Too many shades of gray. Everything's black and white. Get back into the book. The U.S. Attorney's Office sent over their final witness list. A lot of familiar people on it. Jacob Radcliffe, who looked barely old enough to be out of diapers, but was one of the best criminal defense lawyers in the city. Whoa, Damn. smart baby. The seven-year-old lawyer. Flip. You know, he was in the, a famous law show. He was the dancer. Dancing baby and Allie McBeal. <laughs> and he's grown up to be uh, still just a little bigger than a baby. But he's got a little jig in his step. Yeah. I'm going to need to change that voice. Found some papers and slid them across the enormous carved desk to Kareem. No real surprises. Is that him? Yeah. Baby lawyer? Oh, yeah. Ignoring the sudden slight tremble in his hand, Kareem scanned the alphabetical list for the names he wanted, ignoring the others. He found them right away, and each one jacked his blood pressure up another 30 notches. <gasps> Sent his thundering pulse into overdrive. Jackson Parker. One beat per hour. Ray. Boom. <laughs> My heart beats Ooh. once every hour. My heart beats like a gentle thunder in a summer night. My heart beats and it shakes the ground I walk on. Ray Wolf. Because I'm Santa. God. No, that's not Santa. That's the Grim Reaper. Feds. A searing rage rose up his neck and burned his cheeks before it prickled his inner scalp. To think that he, Kareem Gregory, a world-class judge of character with enough savvy and street sense to sniff out every liar within a 20-mile radius, had trusted them, liked them, let his guard down around them. And what had his good faith gotten him? Kareem, you look like a fucking idiot. I freaking liked you guys. Okay, and you let me down. You came to my potluck. Come on. I had potato salad. And I know you like hot sauce on your potato salad. I had hot sauce. Two types. Betrayal. By we wanted three types. <laughs> Betrayal by the kilo. To add insult to injury, those men had eluded him and his inevitable retaliation for months. Months. That, fortunately, was about to change. So that's the plan. Jacob showed signs of wrapping this shit up, thank God. <laughs> We're gonna do our best to get an acquittal this time. This is Yoda? And, and make sure you <laughs> never have to get an acquittal this time, you know. <laughs> and make sure you never have to go back to prison. Baby Yoda. How touching, as if Kareem would leave his future in this punk's pristine hands. Baby Yoda Esquire. Cute little baby Yoda. Does Yoda lay egg? Yeah. Or does he, like, drip out 
Some he drips babies. out little eggs like caviar. <laughs> he leaves a trail. Yeah. Cool. Let me ask you this. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Is Yoda stinky? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. What's the deal no, with no. that? He probably smells earthy. No, he definitely stinks. No, nah, like compost. No, like no, like no. a good kind of stink. You think it's like a musky earth? I'm yeah. thinking like a sharp, sour yeah, smell. Like, a, like, a, like milk? Mm, yeah, like old milk. Like a wet, no. like a wet armpit. No. Yeah. It smells like dirt. Like a good dirt. No, like a soil. Yeah, like a mulchy dirt. No. No, he smells like a diaper. Because I think he wears diapers. <laughs> You never see Yoda go to the bathroom. I think Yoda is what. Do you? Yoda is what you see when you look into a diaper. That's Yoda. Does he comes Yoda, alive. Tell me Yoda doesn't. You can't prove that Yoda doesn't wear diapers. No, you're right. They don't yeah. show any scenes of him going to the bathroom. Yeah. You don't know. That's true. And you never see what's under his robes. <laughs> yeah. You don't know. Could have three huge dicks. <laughs> Maybe all Jedi wear all diapers. Shooting out little eggs. Caviar. Yeah. It's a delicacy. It's a delicacy in Dagobah. <laughs> But it stinks, though. It stinks. Gets in the sun. It's a trade-off. It smells like sure. a wet dog. You got to work for those eggs. Let's stop. That's Yoda. He stinks. All right. Let's jump ahead now. Hey, you. Hey, you. Yoda stinks. This Yoda stinks. What if that's what Luke Skywalker said? The oh, second hey, you. This swamp stinks. This Yoda stinks. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> this swamp stinks. And I think it's because of you, Yoda. Yoda, you stink. <laughs> you stinky little thing. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You ain't no Jedi. All right, let's jump into the 25% mark. I of, could go on for like two hours. Yeah, we doing. should just turn this into the Stinky Yoda podcast. <laughs> God, what a, what a waste. What a waste of everybody's time. <laughs> you stink, dude. All right, we're jumping into the 25% mark. Jump in now to the 25% mark of Deadly Pursuit. Chapter 14. Jack tried to stay calm, which was a major project at the moment, with his frayed nerves and the squared lines of Amara's jaw as she stared across the room and refused to look at him, even though he knew damn well she was listening to every word. It's a run-on sentence. I've got a situation and I've got a new phone, he told Dexter. Call it. Test it out. I got a new ringtone. Yeah, well, I got a situation too. It's Crazy Frog. Oh, listen to it. Yeah, that's good. You guys miss those days? The crazy frog days? Those yeah. days aren't gone, dude. They're still here. You can make your phone ring whatever you want. Mine's the Numa Numa song. Yeah. Remember that one? Mine's Gunshots. It's a popular one on the subway. Dexter's <laughs> voice softened a little, and this terrified Jack because he was pretty sure Dexter hadn't shown any, any softness since the first Clinton administration. It's bad news. The first one. Are we in the future where Hillary Clinton's one in this book? Whoa. Weird, weird sentence. Interesting twist. I'd love to know more about that. Yeah, what's that like? What is, how far in the future is this? Or is this an alternate past? Perhaps a alternate timeline. Is this sci-fi? Hillary had one. Sharks? Hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, that's true. We still haven't determined if they're sharks. They could all be sharks. Hey, how do the street sharks become street sharks? I don't know. Who knows the lore? Hard work. Yeah, perseverance. Yeah, I don't know. I think they drank some like mutated sodas. Yeah, oh, some, some like surge. Oh, yeah, I yeah. think it was something like that. Yeah, I drank two liters of surge at my sister's wedding. It's delicious. Is that a joke or is that real? No, it's real. In the nineties, older sister got married. They had all kinds of surge. I drank all of it. I was walking around Seattle. I looked down. Guess what I saw? Surge. Can of surge. What? Like full? Uh, or no. crushed. It was empty, but new looking. Damn. They did re-release Surge for a bit there. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That explains it then. It killed a lot of people. They had to take it off the shelves. That's what you call a power surge. Hey. The words hovered in the air, heard but unregistered. Jack waited for them to sink in, but they didn't. Amara, apparently sensing a change in him, looked around with concern in her eyes. Jack turned his back to her, swallowed hard, and struggled with his words. None came, but the knowledge settled in his gut with the weight of a tractor trailer. Hmm, what else could eat a tractor trailer? Perhaps a shark. (laughs) That's true. Sure that's a tractor trailer, or is it a bunch of human plastic in your gut? Dexter said in his ear, You there? What? Realizing he was croaking in a pretty good imitation of a bullfrog, Jack tightened his grip on the phone and cleared his throat. What happened? (laughs) 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 Subtle. They were hit execution style in their garage. Standing up suddenly became way too much effort. 
So did sitting down. In the pathetic compromise, Jack rested his forehead against the wall and sucked in a breath that did nothing for him, except give him enough clarity to imagine Ray and his innocent wife. Hell, they were all innocent. But she'd really been innocent, sprawled and bleeding on the concrete floor of their own damn garage. Oh no. A shark got her. Emotion erupted from him in an unstoppable blast and with a roar of agonized anger and frustration. Why, Ray? God, why? Damn. He banged his head against the wall. Oh, chill out, dude. Behind him, Amara cried out and hurried to his side, but he shook her off and focused on the warmth of his blood as it <laughs> flowed anew from the split in his forehead. This guy's got a kink. And embraced the beautiful release that physical pain gave him from emotional pain, which was always so much worse. This is a fucking Papa Roach video. <laughs> this shit out of here. Stop it, Jack. What are you trying to do to yourself? Amaro wheeled around for a washcloth from the stack on a counter a few feet away. Next thing he knew, she was back, pressing the scratchy cotton to his head and caring for him. I want that. I want a wall. I want more blood. I want wall. I want my blood on the wall. All right, honey. And caring for him in a way no one else had for longer than he could remember. He submitted, wanting to shake her off and more than that, wanting to pull her closer. Meanwhile, Dexter was talking in his ear. What's going on, Parker? Who's that? Where are you? Have you messed up that wall yet? Get it nice and bloody. You bloody son of a bitch. Nah, I've got it, Jack told her, taking the cloth and keeping it in place with a firmer pressure than she had been using not to stop the blood, but because when he held it this way, the pain continued in a steady throbbing ache. I need more pain. That gave him the focus he needed. This guy loves pain. Hovering within touching distance, she watched him with worried eyes. It's Amara Clark, Jack said into the phone. She's a local defense attorney, and she uh, she's caught up in my mess. <laughs> Literally. I made a big one this time. Also pooped myself. <laughs> a lot of diaper talk. Nobody said a word about diapers. Yeah. Well, you were thinking it. <laughs> this is a pure mess, not a contained thing. Unless we're talking Yoda. Not a Yoda. Yoda's got his own brand of diapers. Yoda doesn't make a mess. Yoda is the mess. That's right. He's a walking, talking, skywalking mess. Yeah. People... Don't call our hotline. <laughs> Let us know what you think. We were caught uh, Yoda the messy bitch. Hey. No, that's not Yoda. What's Yoda? <laughs> that was your go-to Yoda, huh? Hey, I'm Yoda. I am friggin' Yoda. I'm Yoda and I freaking stink. Hot mess I made. <laughs> hey, someone's gotta change me. <laughs> Use the force to change my diaper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you oh. Is this one going to get us back in the AV club? I don't know. No way. <laughs> Some freaking guy will be like, they didn't have diapers then. Because of the. <laughs> it's a long like, time ago. There's like <laughs> canon that explains it. Yeah. Diapers actually uh, went out of style in the Old Republic era. They just wore the mess. No diapers. <laughs> That's right. You think Jedis can wipe their butts with their force? <laughs> can you just like force wipe your own butt? <laughs> How, how does that sit with you? You think Lucas would sign off on that? I'm sure he's entertained. That's it. more of a Star Wars Legends territory. That's a expanded universe. So things go off the rails. We were caught on surveillance video together and it wound up on the local news. Dexter said, National too. Amara murmured, National news? God damn it. CNN called, MSNBC, the networks. Didn't you see it? Oh, so in this reality, yeah, the Big Dumb Network doesn't even exist. No, Fox News isn't interested in this business. They got other programming to put on. Six more hours of Sean Hannity fucking giving a blowjob to a football. <laughs> <laughs> Where have you been? It fits, honey. Jack closed his eyes with sudden nausea. Well, that sure explained a couple things. How ironic was that? After all the skulking and shadows he had done trying to keep himself alive, his face wound up plastered all over the country anyway. Yeah real funny. Do you want to tell me how this happened? Dexter demanded. It's a long story. Jack's sudden weariness was overwhelming. Oh, I'm sorry. That got me sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Hannity giving a blowjob to a football. Uh, he loves America. Man. He's a patriot. Jack's... <laughs> Jack's sudden weariness was so overwhelming it was an effort not to slur his words. But he knows where I am. 
<laughs> this is Jimmy Stewart. Whoa. Aware of Amara's intense interest and her absolute focus on everything he said, his breath and blink, he took care to keep things general to not name names. He sent uh, someone to the diner tonight looking for me. Here Jack had to pause because the memory of Jmart's body, ruined and dead on the floor of the diner, that had been his great love, ruined and dead, tormented him. <laughs> that body's ruined. <laughs> you, dead? Man, when I die, I do not want to be described as ruined. No, imagine being ruined and yet left alive. <laughs> you gotta you put me down after you've ruined me. Took your head off and put your arm up there instead. Now you're ruined. He thought of those vacant eyes, that gruff voice silenced forever, and the kind soul who had never done anything wrong except befriend Jack without asking questions. Don't do it. Don't make friends. Amara, whose unerring instincts were beginning to unnerve him big time, (laughs) shifted closer and put a steadying hand on his arm. It's in the book. All right, I'm just reading what's on the page. Hey, you're doing your job. We're, we're doing, we're doing ours. ours. <laughs> let us let, let us work. Jack looked at her as he spoke into the phone, trying to be gentle as he told them both, because he knew Amara had liked J-Mart. I thought they went out of business. <laughs> it was a superstore. They shot the diner owner earlier. Amara emitted a choked wail that hurt him. Oh, some sea creatures. I that's <laughs> right. Yeah, you know. Still, sharks out for debate. Actually felt as though it reached down his throat and ripped off a piece of his heart. But Jack continued needing to say it and get it over with. He's dead. No. (laughs) Jack. No. It's almost as if he took pleasure in saying that. Amara clenched her fists and jerked them up and down angrily, (sighs) slashing gestures that punctuated her grief. No, no, no. We'll stop there. Oh, all right. I'm intrigued. Sounds like there's been a bloody ruined mess on the floor. <laughs> Somebody's got to clean it up. Mop man. Uh-oh. Spill on aisle me. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Let's jump ahead to the 50% mark of, uh, what is this called? Cruel intentions? <laughs> We're doing good, folks. We're doing good. Mark, here we go. Deadly Pursuit. So this was a safe house. Safe was, Amara supposed, a relative term. Her house back in Mount Adams was beautiful, with flower boxes in the spring, Mm. matching colors and textures and accent pieces with the furniture. Pretty normal. But it was right on the corner of a tiny intersection and, and had flimsy locks and was not, therefore, Safe. Ooh, shit. Unsafe. Gotta get the property brothers in there. Bad, yeah. Taking down this wall, we're opening it up. We're gonna open it up. See that shitty door? We're gonna open it up. Yeah, you see this dumbass ugly kitchen? We're gonna put an island in there. See that basement? Gonna fill it in with concrete. No more basement. Now, here's the thing. We accidentally took down a load-bearing support. It's gonna cost us $40,000 to fix it. Is that in the budget? You got that in the budget? The safe house of her imagination was an impenetrable fortress carved into the side of a mountain that was accessible only by a three-day journey by four-wheel drive SUV and then by helicopter. It had bulletproof windows. Maybe just take the helicopter the whole way. (laughs) No, 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 no. You have to drive to the helicopter pad. Security cameras that covered every inch of the house, retinal scans for entrance from one room to the next. Massive guards who had all been Navy SEALs in a former life and roving packs of Dobermans. No, pit bulls. That were trained to kill intruders on sight. Man, what if they were pit bulls like the singer? You basically have a clone army of pit bulls. Oh yeah, I'd love that. Terrifying, actually. Pitbull is like the basic human man. Like, if you started a video game and they were like, create your character, Pitbull is the the template you build off of. Just a man <laughs> with no discernible features or hair. Yeah, I'm gonna need to crank that skin color up to like seven. For me, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go with the slick back, long hair. All right, like a mullet. Yeah, of sorts. Um, uh, full length beard. Okay, 
Are you yeah. build? Are you building yourself? Yeah, except I'm gonna give myself really big pecs and a zero percent body fat. Digital uh, and I'm gonna be six foot five. Nah, six foot six. Six foot six. Mm-hmm. No dick. Clean as a whistle down there. <laughs> Just smooth like a, smooth. a ski slope. Nothing to worry about. Uh-uh. Very pointy kneecaps. Sure. That sounds good. That's the dream. And I'm happy for you. My guy is a stinky little guy. Uh oh. Big bug eyes. Oh no. And you know. Huh? No nose. That's gross. So he can't smell himself. Oh, that practically. Makes, that makes sense. Yeah. My guy just looks like me. Except I'm a woman. The house was. And I'm this, hot. <clears throat> this house was somewhere in between. No cameras, no dogs, no bulletproof windows. Windows. They, they, windows. Windows. So, windows. Ain't no windows. Windows. I ain't running windows on this system. It's a Unix system. Mm. They didn't look bulletproof anyway, but what did she know? It was just a plain old house, two-story brick traditional with three bedrooms and two baths. About 30 years old. Is she a realtor? On about an acre of land at the end of a lane. That was it. Sounds nice. Sounds like the dream. Put it on the market. This made me think of the movie Panic Room. Jodie Foster. Great movie. I haven't seen it. You've never seen that? No. Oh, it's good. It's really good. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's do they, fun. Do they get fun. in the panic room? The back? Oh, yeah, yeah, they do, they get dude. They get in. They get in. <sighs> they get in there. Okay, this just flipped what I thought happened on its head. I'm going to have to watch panic. It takes room. them a while. It takes them a pretty long time to get into the Damn. room. Damn. It's not like they like immediately get into the Some room. Some panic be, room. Do you know the supporting cast? No. Forrest Whitaker. What? Jared Leto. What? Some other people, too. What? And Damn. the little girl is Kristen Stewart. Right? Heavy hitters. It's the murderer's row. It's a fincher. I'll watch it. You should. It's great. Maybe one of my top ventures. That killed Austin. <laughs> Sorry, dude. What's, <laughs> what's your favorite one, Kenny? <laughs> it's probably that. Or maybe the social network. Ooh, yeah. That's good. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Film of the decade, I'd say. Social network? Yeah. That's like a pretty hot take, I feel like. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> My takes are hot. They didn't look bulletproof anyway, but what did she know? It was just a plain old house, two-story brick traditional with three bedrooms and two baths. I think the film of the decade is Freddy Got Fingered. Wrong decade. No, it's the film of this decade. <laughs> it was ahead of its time. The critics hated that movie. Yeah. That's that movie the, made me laugh so hard as a kid. It's one of the few movies that I went to as a kid. and <laughs> well, That's saw, a sad sentence. Uh, you didn't go to uh, movies? Let me finish. <laughs> and that, that, that My I, parents just took me to Freddy Got Fingered, no, and they I, said no more movies for you. It's a bad I, first one to go to. I did not go with my parents. Oh, who'd you go with? Grandparents? I, I went with someone else's parents. But it was one of the few movies I went to that I actually saw a lot of people get up and leave very quickly it's a bad movie. movie it's entertaining i mean it's like a movie you'd watch out at like a sleepover yeah sure with rip torn rick rip torn i guess <laughs> he should be arrested for being in that movie yeah or like uh <laughs> that's like a like euro trip one of oh, those yeah. yeah Euro trips objectively more put together than freddie got finger there's a plot wow. at least it's <laughs> a slam on freddie got finger for sure was sean william scott in euro trip because in my mind, no, he's, he was, in, he's in, he road, was in trip. road trip road trip with that's dj qualls DJ and qualls. tom green that's right. Tom Green wow. was in that. Way too long on. <laughs> Freddie Got Fingered. Real long talk about. Folks, if you like Freddie Got Fingered, write in. Send us a letter. A handwritten letter. Or don't. <laughs> Rather not communicate we'll, with anybody who likes it. We'll that. send back a glossy headshot of Tom Green. Signed by us. The Amazon Book Club. <laughs> That'd be funny merch to sell. That would be good. Headshots of other people with our autographs on it. <laughs> people we know of. This is a headshot of Mikhail Gorbachev. My, with my John Hancock on it. <laughs> All right. Well, and the guards, two inside and two outside. There'd apparently been some discussion of putting two more in a surveillance van down the street. Seems like more than enough. Just in case, but they didn't have the money or manpower to spare for that. The four guards were DEA agents who'd either drawn the short straw to get put on the safe house protection task force or were on some sort of grievous punishment for past misdeeds. Are all DEA agents straight edge? No, is that what happens? Hey, I'm sure they all drink a lot. Is that what happens? Well, um, I guess. Alcohol's a drug, my friend. Is that That's what, what I'm saying. They're not straight edge. You know all those buff dudes in high school that had like the straight edge tattoos and it's like, what are you going to do later? Is that it? No. They don't do that. What do they do? They end up doing drugs. Oh, yeah. One of mine, one of, one of those guys I knew in high school, he's a realtor now. Wow. Sells beautiful homes. Do you get the, like the straight edge tattoos and everything? Oh, yeah. Knew a lot of, I like knew a lot of people like that. It was a weird thing that happened then in like 2005. Does that still happen? Yeah, that's a scene still. It's like part of the hardcore scene. Get over it. 
Grumpy man. Have a mic's hard and chill. <laughs> Kick back, relax. The mic's hard. They're also goddamn angry. It's like, have you ever had a drink? Relax, <laughs> bud. Take a sip. <laughs> Free your mind, baby. <laughs> Let Mike do the rest. Those like super militant <laughs> straight edge people are like proof that you need those things to live. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I absolutely don't want to be that guy that's like, I fucking hate drinking. Like, when I'm like an adult, like, just chill out. Close yeah. your eyes. They would do things like you'd be walking down the street, minding your own business. You'd pull out a cigarette and they would come to you and be like, hey, can I get one of those from you? And then you'd give them one. They'd snap it and throw it on the ground in front of you. Somebody did that to you? Yeah. Damn. I mean, Same. I kind of like it because it happened to you, but I hate this. <laughs> I hate the sounds of that. It's rude. It's rude. It is. Dude. Yeah. Anyway. Drink and do drugs. I think those people grow up to be like hyper conservative people because they're so worried about other people. I don't know. I think they grow out of it probably at some point. Yeah, but then you got all those tattoos still. Well, you just got to live with it and look at yourself and be like, yeah. Damn, that's my racket. Crazy uh, time in my life. You know, all those people that like will take off like white supremacist and gang tattoos. I'm going to start a business that takes off your straight edge tattoos. You can make a TV show and put it on TLC. You should call it Edge Smoother. I should. Man. This conversation's kind of fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't want to drink, that's fine. Yeah. But you should probably do drugs. Oh, yeah. Jack was out and about in the world doing God knows what sort of DEA secret agent business. He had left earlier and she had watched him go, feeling forlorn and all but pressing her hands and nose to the non-bulletproof windows and wishing she could go with him. Somebody could shoot my face right through this window and I'm pissed about it. Because Jack was her only link to anything approaching normalcy with him, it was easier to convince herself that everything was under control. Without him, she was scared to death. The irony of the situation didn't escape her. You'd think she'd have a little more backbone by now, but no. Despite all the alleged criminals she'd represented over the years, she was a coward at heart. I don't think sharks have backbones, do they? No, I think we've definitively proven that these are sharks. (laughs) It's a shark tale. Are we stopping there? We can. Let's okay. call an audible and stop yeah. it. Huh? <laughs> they're, they're in a safe house. Let's take a breather. We get it. Yeah. And it's kind of like a middle of the road safe house. Woohoo. Yeah. Not even a good safe house. Some would say an unsafe house. Let's jump ahead now to the 75% mark of uh, Deadly Pursuit. You you thought that was better? Yeah, oh yeah. Deadly Pursuit. Jump on in. Ganesh, let it rip. Did you subsequently receive money from Kareem Gregory? Asked Jane. Jack didn't look at the judge or the jurors as he answered. Courtroom scene. It's been a while since I watched it, okay? Didn't even register their presence. All his attention focused on Kareem, and he wished, with all his heart and soul, that he could vault out of the witness box, lunge across the desk, and rip the man's heart out with his bare hands. That would win the jury over, I think. Blood! Ladies and gentlemen of the court, did you see me rip that dude's heart out? (laughs) Kali Ma! What's that? Game of Thrones? It's Indiana Jones, dude. I don't get it. Temple of Doom? No, Mm. never never seen it. The very racist movie against Indians? Just kidding. I've seen it. Just forgot it. It's not a good one. I watched Last Crusade the other day. Had it on in the background. Beautiful movie. You know what I did, though? Huh? You know the trick? What? Fell asleep? I fast forwarded through all the River Phoenix parts at the beginning. Damn. Don't care for that part. Disrespect the dead. What's wrong with the River Phoenix part? I don't like it. Uh, I like it's it. cheeky, man. Yeah, I like it when if the movie just started with him getting punched in the face on the boat, it still plays. Nah, you need the build up. I guess. I guess. I will defend River Phoenix. <laughs> are uh are we reading a book? <clears throat> the world would be a better place. Yes. Jack said. He arranged for us to pick up 4.9 million from a couple of his lieutenants. Part of my task force completed the transaction and executed a raid of the warehouse where the money was. 4.9? Why not a clean five? You had a search warrant? Yeah. What were you looking for? Drugs? Additional money? Weapons? Records? 
He's a collector. <laughs> Ooh, is that deep purple? First edition? It's mint! Did you find any? Even now, the bitter disappointment sat on the back of Jack's tongue, thick and nasty. Ooh, Ooh. like a loogie. Ah, yeah. All that time and energy wasted, a huge opportunity lost. Now, 20 feet away, amusement lit Gregory's eyes as he listened to Jack's testimony. Did anything else happen that night? Uh, I participated in a simultaneous raid of Kareem Gregory's house. We were there to arrest him and execute another search warrant looking for the same things. This guy's ripping off multiple raids in one night. Damn, raid master. He's a pro. How did that raid proceed? <coughs> like clockwork. And it turned up some money in a safe wall. Some money in a wall safe. <laughs> that makes uh, sense. But, you know, a safe wall would be good. Yeah. Property I, brothers respect a, a good safe wall. That's what that last lady was really jonesing for in her hideaway. Was the defendant home? Yes. Did you have any interaction with him at that time? Yes. Jack paused and tried to steal himself. The dark memories which he'd stored so neatly away and locked in a secure location inside his mind. Not unlike the endless storage facility at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. No fucking Get the way. fuck out of here. I'm serious, dude. It says it right here. Clear as day. Also, that comes back in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Nope. For my money, best film ever made. <laughs> <laughs> He's a buff head. Where the incompetent government bureaucrats dumped the precious relic in with millions of other unmarked boxes, climbed out one after the other. He was home having dinner with his wife. Jack's unwilling gaze flickered to the gallery where Kira Gregory sat listening intently as a good drug lord's wife should. She had the young face, cool beauty, drop dead body in a designer suit and a purse for the role. She also had the quiet look, caged and desperate, of a woman dying to escape. A woman who might die if she tried to escape. What happened? What happened? Jack's life changed forever. That's what happened. Uh, Did he say that out loud? <laughs> in third person? The yeah. stenographer's to, writing to the camera. It down. Yeah. This is a flashback. To that night. Okay, oh, cue the sound, sound effect. Groovy, baby. They struck just after dark at a time when neighborhood traffic was low and the likelihood of bystanders being caught in the potential crossfire was minimal. Ah, the good old days. This is good planning. The team moved with the synchronicity of fingers on a hand lining up in single file outside the massive front door of the Gregory's mansion. Speak for yourself. My fingers have a mind of their own. <laughs> That's what I told the police. <laughs> Mansion, without so much as the scuff of a pebble to give them away, two blocks over, the backup fan waited just in case. Air wing circled a couple thousand feet overhead, wow. providing aerial surveillance. What's the X-Men? Uh, I believe it's the resident police eagle. You know, every police department has one. <laughs> the resident eagle? <laughs> it's got a mic. It's like, and they're like, oh yeah. They're like, yes. I got eyes on him. Jack, his adrenaline spiked and his pulse thundering, watched as their team leader, Dexter Brady, gave the signal, and it was all over in 10 seconds. Let's freaking go, turds. Oh, you all right, Dexter? First agent in line used a fireman's halligan to work on the front door's brass deadbolt. Mm. Not go. This is no, not a quiet mission. Clunk. <laughs> right off the or bat. Or fast. No, did anybody try the doorknob? Go down the chimney like God. Uh, God? God? No, you're to rest. The second agent attacked it with a battering ram. Damn, really giving this door the business. This door is freaking owning these guys. It's a nice door. The agents three and four entered the impressive foyer with a shotgun and an assault rifle. All right, we're taking down this foyer. Sweeping the area for any signs of life, which weren't hard to find. They all yelled, Police! DEA! Search warrant! These fucking pigs. Jack and the rest swarmed inside to see the remnants of a touching scene in the dining room, which was right out of Architectural Digest. Hope that warrants a no-knock. In terms of over-the-top expensive furniture, no roach-infested filth-strewn crack house here, no siree. Candles flickered on the mantel and table. Flutes filled with still-fizzing champagne sat waiting. Half-eaten food filled the fine china plates, a nice roast of some kind. Is this King Arthur's round table? Is that Lancelot? By the Good day, sir. 
Sorry. Oh, they fell through time. And leaping up from the chair where she'd been straddling her husband was a flushed, terrified, and mostly uncovered Kira Gregory, her black dress falling from where it had been bunched up around her waist to cover her bare ass. Oh, not the ass. Bare ass. Put that ass away, ma'am. In the back and gaping open on some small but glorious dark nippled tits on the front. <laughs> Yikes. Caramba. What? Uh, what did you say? Yeah, one more Don't time. say it again. Say it again. Dark nippled tits. Oh. In no, the front. Not good. No not way. good at all. I mean, no problem with the dark, but the, you the know, description. The T word. Do you like the nipples? No, no, nipples are great. More nipples, the better is what I say, but don't you, don't you say that mess around me. Nipples are for bottles only. Bottles are for... Just finish it. You're going to say it. I see it. No. Kareem, whose shirt was unbuttoned to the waist, stood, shoved her behind him, and worked his rapidly deflating erection back into his pants. Oh. Smacking into the fine china, knocking things off the table. Oh, but let me get this thing under control, fellas. fellas. (laughs) One second, please. You got me at a bad time. (laughs) Drop it, sir. Oh, my God. (laughs) Drop that weapon. Oh, my God. You can't just break into our house. Who do you think you are? Boner Patrol. You're under arrest, my friend. (laughs) Kira Gregory's shouts seemed to go on forever as she faced the federal agents invading her dining room, and Jack had to admire her guts for facing down this occupying army. like the way you fight the feds, baby. Which was pretty much what they were. Everyone was in full regalia with dark jackets with DEA emblazoned on the back in huge yellow letters, badges pinned to the waistbands, helmets, goggles, gloves, Kevlar vests. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. weapons. I understand. The, nat- the the image of DEA is transcendent. But her righteous anger outweighed any intimidation that she might have been feeling. Jack would bet his right nut that this was the first concrete encounter she'd had with her husband's real line of work. Freudian slip. Mm-mm. Who even wants the right nut? I don't take that bet. Maybe. Left or bust. Maybe she'd had suspicions, but she didn't have any firm knowledge. Not before this. Welcome to the real world, Mrs. Gregory. Ooh. You're under arrest, Mr. Gregory. Dexter stepped forward with the handcuffs. If Gregory had any thoughts of running, the agent standing in his face with a rifle locked, loaded, and pointing right at Gregory's bare chest persuaded him otherwise. Not at my pecs. Anything but my pecs. He put his hands on his head and submitted to a pet down, docile and cooperative. As a newborn lamb. What? Bah. He showed <laughs> zero surprise and absolute composure, as though dessert, fucking his wife, and being arrested were what he had planned all along for his evening. Let's stop there. All right. Well, they got him. They got him. Mission accomplished, folks. President's watching this from the war room. We busted him. All right, let's jump ahead now to the last page. We got him. Of deadly. <laughs> One more time. Mission accomplished. We got it. Deadly Pursuit. pursuit i think they they got they, they got him but where's the death we'll see well, i guess there was the ruined body the, the guy was she was ruined wrenching her hand aside with a muttered curse he kissed her long hard and deep and everything inside her responded with a fierce primal urgency when excuse me sir that's interjecting funny little noise at the appropriate you, you time. leave the sound effects to post, okay? Don't discourage oh. Shane from making loud, wet fart noises into the microphone. Then bleep it out. Bleep it out and put your own in right now. I think we should bleep most of the show. Anything that's not funny, we should bleep, and then it, it becomes funny. Because it's like, what did they say? Not did that the, the fart was funny. Leave it in. Bleep everything but that. <laughs> 45 minutes of bleeps and then a... People will still tune in, right? Yeah, these yeah. suckers. <laughs> Love the fans. When he pulled back enough to let her breathe, she didn't even think of arguing. Here's the thing, he said, trying to catch his breath. You drive me out of my freaking mind. 
You're so bossy and annoying, I spend half my time wishing I had some duct tape to slap over your mouth. You feel me? (laughs) No, sir. That's awful. She nodded, lightheaded with excitement because his words sure didn't match the blazing light in his eyes. I feel you. (laughs) Roger that. On the other hand, lowering his head. Enough people don't say roger that. 10-4. Do you ever get emails that work for somebody's like, copy, copy that? Yeah, it makes me smile. Does it? Yeah. It makes me think like, man, you're all business. No joy in your life at all. No. I feel like that's a little fun. I think it's ironic. You think it's fun? Yes. Yeah. Copy that. Copy that. It's like you're a trucker. No one wants to do anything. I know. I hate work. But when I respond to people, I'm like, yeah, I put exclamation points. Like, I'm so goddamn happy to receive their email. Like, Yay! yes, of course. Thank you. Thank you. And it's like Austin. And then some people are just like, copy that. And it's like, what are you, fucking military pilot? So they're saying all. Let saying them all. dream. Nah. Let them dream, Austin. Nah. <laughs> nah. Not on my watch. Uh, nah. Uh. Nah. Nah. On the other hand, lowering his head gentle now, he kissed her again. With Ooh. Kind of featherlight brush that made yearning. Yearning? That made yearning tie a knot in her belly. Oh, God, don't kiss me like that. <laughs> You're the bravest, smartest, being blood, uh, sexiest woman I've ever laid eyes on, and you're under my skin. I can't, I can even sleep when I'm with you. Oh, she said. There's a lay awake all night with a freaking boner. I'm so in love with you. I, I can't see straight. I'm so freaking in love with you, lady. I oh. love you. Oh. <laughs> ah, crying again, she swiped at her eyes and prayed he wasn't about to ask her to be a special pen pal when he moved. So, even though I'm obviously crazy for thinking of it and you'd have to be insane to say yes, I want you to come with yes. He paused. She knew what he was thinking. Hell, she knew what she was thinking. Was she insane? I want you to come with all my luggage to the airport and wave <laughs> goodbye to me as I fly away. Was she insane to give up her home and her career to head off to parts unknown with this man yeah. who had to live in hiding for the rest of his life? A terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, this sounds bad. To say goodbye to everything she'd worked for? Well, she can't like see her family and stuff again? This is a terrible idea. Don't do it, lady. Hesitating for a minute, she tried to make it to more of a choice. Try to really think on this and make a reasoned decision while considering everything she was leaving behind. Then she looked back into his brown eyes and there was no choice at all. Yes, she said again. Think about yes. He gave a disbelieving snort of relieved laughter (laughs) that lit up his whole face. But then he sobered just as quickly looking determined to talk some sense into her. It's not a good idea. You know that. I know. I don't care. And I'm talking about marriage here because if anything ever happens to me, I want you to have the benefits. Of what? This is a real job with like an HR department? (laughs) What's happening? She raised an eyebrow. You want to marry me so I will get the flag at your funeral? I want you to marry me so you'll be my wife. So you can wear that flag around. Yeah. The subtle inflection he put on the word made it sound. How am I supposed to have a mistress if I don't have a wife? The subtle inflection he put on the word made it sound like the most precious position in the world. Better than a queen or empress. Yeah, it is. I'd be thrilled to be your wife. (laughs) They stared at each other and she watched the heartbreaking array of emotions cross his features, the joy warring with the sorrow. You say that now, but we'll have to change our names. They're putting together new passports for us. Mm, Traveling. You say that now, but you haven't smelled what I lay down in the morning. It's rough. I got IBS. I know. (laughs) This was a solemn, serious decision and she was well aware of it. We can't have children tomorrow. There's too much risk. Yeah. She took a moment to be sad for the children that they'd never have. Oh, this hello. one's for you, Roger. <laughs> this one's for you, Sally. Roger and Sally, my non-existent future children. It's okay. Roger had a bad go at it. Right. And Sally was the next Hitler. But she was pretty sure there wasn't a maternal bone in her body anyway. I know. He pressed his forehead to hers. And- to get that paternal bone in her body, if you know what I'm saying. Huh? Bubba. Oh, shit. Sorry. And she relaxed into him, savoring the moment. We're leaving as soon as they have fueled the plane and finished with the pre-flight stuff. Are you ready for this adventure? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that shit is. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> they got to go through like the safety demonstration and stuff. I'm ready. Do you guys even pay attention to that stuff? No, I laugh no, at it. I say, <laughs> this plane's going down. I'm not getting out. I don't know what to do. Yeah, no, the mask comes down. You put it on your face. Uh, yeah, I get that. Easy. Yeah. That's it. Then you, I think you like go to sleep. Then you wake up on an island and live your life. I yeah. had headphones on one time and the flight assistant 
comes over and I guess I was, I was on a small plane and I was sitting next to the emergency exit. She's like, are you okay to do this? And I didn't hear her. So I just said, huh? And she's like, okay, good. <laughs> I think that's hilarious when they ask you that. Like, yeah, I think I'm prepared to handle a plane crash. I'm like, no. fuck no, this thing's going down. I'm going to be screaming and shitting my pants the whole time. I'm not going to be like, all right, folks, we're getting out this door right here. Cupping her face. He kissed her again, and it was slow and sweet, achingly perfect. Then he pulled back and smiled, and it was the wide, happy smile that she never saw enough of. It's like a Mentos commercial. She intended to change that. (laughs) I forgot to ask you the most important question. He said, what's that? You speak Spanish, don't you? Laughter bubbled to her lips for the first time in a <laughs> And she tilted her head back to let it come. Yeah, I speak Spanish. <laughs> that, that line should have been in Spanish. <laughs> See, <laughs> yeah, I speak Spanish. <laughs> the end. The end. Is that really the end? Yeah, yeah dude, that's it. Oh, boy. God bless it. That book was a fun little jaunt. What a thing. Yeah. What a thing. Love it. So they're hop, they're hop skipping and jumping around the world. Maybe going to Mexico, Spain, perhaps. España. Oh, got the little lift. Well, how do you cast this sucker? Fellas? Who, who's the main man? Jack. Jack. Big Jack. Big Dirty Jack. Dirty Jack. Jack. Big dirty Jack. Big Dirty Jack. Big dirty Jack. Who's going to be Jack? Who's going to be Jack? And you have an answer for it? <laughs> How about Luke Wilson? How about him? How about him? <laughs> After all that buildup to yeah. big, dirty Jack, yeah, you, dirty you Jack. go with you go with tiny. Dang, how about Luke Wilson? Tiny, yeah, tiny yeah. clean Luke. Ew, yeah, slender, wet baby Luke. Oh, Wilson. he's so clean. No, big dirty Jack. I need a big, dirty son of a gun. It's like he's so clean, he's dirty. You're he's way off base. Gone past clean. Into dirty. Ron Perlman. Ooh. That's a big, dirty son of a bitch. Big, dirty Jack. Yeah. Too big. No, no. No such thing. You can't no, go no, too no. big. You can't go too big for Jack. You want 90 minutes of Ron Perlman. Yes. Sure. Ah, you want like 15, no, 20. No. minutes. Hellboy or Hellboy 2? Yeah. I wanted Hellboy 3 with him. But Not that other guy. Yeah. Well, I'm going Ron Perlman. I think that's Luke, Ron Perlman. Right. Paint Ron, eat Luke Wilson for breakfast. Paint Ron Perlman red. He doesn't have to be Hellboy. No, no. He's, he's got to be red. <laughs> Well, Hellboy is kind of like a paranormal cop. It plays. Sure. We also got to fit him with the shark fins. <laughs> He's good under the prosthetics. Yeah, I don't think he could fit in the witness booth in the courtroom scene. Mm, he definitely He'll bust out of it. Yeah, it's power. It's like case he dismissed. stands up, the whole thing collapses. He'll flex his bicep and the whole court will come crashing down around him. And who plays, what's the uh, woman's name? <laughs> All three of us blanking, huh? We just, just did an hour uh, of this. Uh, Amara? Oh, right, right, right. It was tough. Natasha Leone. Hey, that's pretty cool. And Ron Perlman. That's a that's a that's a cool, a pretty good cast. Gritty combo. It's a gritty couple. Yeah, dirty couple. Who it's good got? stuff. Who else we got? We got Kareem, the bad boy. All right, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> he can act. Or Lou Alcinder, as he may be known. Anybody well, else? Yeah, the judge. Oh, oh, most important role in the movie. No, we think in Reinhold, the dad from Beethoven. Oh, isn't he a pedophile? Don't. Oh. <laughs> I was struggling to think who the dad from Beethoven was, and then you're dropping pedophile on it. Like yeah, I thought, it was is he the seventh heaven guy? That's the dad from Beethoven. I might be way off. If they have the seventh, same haircut. If it is the seventh heaven, boy, that guy's getting a bad rap. If it's not him, <laughs> sorry, the pedophile sir. from Beethoven. <laughs> The dog? Actually, yeah. Scrap that guy. Just put Beethoven the dog. I think a big ass dog is the judge. Yeah. That actually plays. Big slaps. Burmese mountain dog. Cats are coming in late today. Late to the recording, guys. Yeah, well, we can just power through them. The cats are the we're, jury. We're almost done here. No, we got to acknowledge it. The big cheer, Three cheers for the cats. Here's, you know, for the first time ever, just to round out this episode, the gang's all here. Here come the horns. Here come the chorus. Come on, man. We got so far in this. We're celebrating so the cats. Very little work for me whole other thing I need to do. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, do I hear bagpipes? Oh. Oh, man. Why are there always bagpipes? Because uh, we live in uh, Scotland. I don't know if anybody knew that out is, there. But. Is that the sound of the ocean? Oh, beautiful. Oh, the bagpipes complement it so The rising wow. tides have come to celebrate the beautiful kitten screaming in my ear. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jesus H. Are these two cans now? Oh my god. Call Testing the limits of what Ganesh can come up with. Let's go ahead and just close that door. All right. Okay. That's fine. There they go. Bye, cats. Ooh, that handle's hot. Mm. Something on fire. Ah, whoa. Something on fire out here. <laughs> 
Don't let me get the stun gun out. Oh. Well, I have one more roll to cast. Okay. And it's for the ruined body. Uh, I think it's going to have to be our messy, stinky Yoda. Oh, little baby stinky Yoda. This is part of the lore. It's it's part. It's canon. Read the extended universe, people. Star Wars Legends. All right. Is that it? Is that it? Last That's call. It. Let's wrap this puppy up. Okay, fella. Thanks for listening. You can find us at bookclubpodcast.com, AMZM Book Club on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. If you want to pay money for this stupid shit that we just <laughs> fucked up really bad, you can give us $5 a month and we'll give you two more of this garbage. You can, uh, oh, thanks to Morris for the music. Thanks to Chris Linguist for the artwork. Anything else, call our phone number. 567-309-0357. He's just ready to get out of here. 567-309-0357. Give us a call. hear what you have to say about... Ganesha's casting of Luke Wilson as probably a lot of people upset about Yoda honestly um Um, let's hear it if anyone has proof of what he smells like send it our way if you have proof that Yoda doesn't wear a diaper I swear to god I'll give you a hundred dollars anyway that's the end thanks have a great life